even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order, Christ the firstfruits. Say firstfruits. Afterward, those who are Christ's at his coming. Will you join with me in prayer this morning? Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for the presence of the Lord God Almighty that we have sensed in this place already today. Thank you for the liberty. Thank you for the freedom of the Holy Spirit that we have sensed moving, God, and ministering here in our midst this morning. God, we're asking you right now to prepare our ears to hear and anoint our hearts to receive, because hearing's not enough. Let us receive your word today by faith in our hearts, and let us forever be changed by the power and by the authority of your holy name. Don't let one of us, no, not one, leave this place the same way we came, in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen and amen. Will you turn to somebody, don't shake their hands, but just wave at them and say, isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? Welcome to International Community Church this morning as you are seated. Last Sunday, last Sunday we began the series entitled Reset 2021. How many is ready for a reset? I know I am. I'm ready for a reset today. How about you? I think we all need a reset this coming new year. But the kingdom principle of this series is this. Faith is not knowing what your future holds. But praise God, knowing the one who holds your future. Friend, that's what it's all about, church. It's about not knowing what the future is going to bring, not knowing what's coming around the corner, but it is simply knowing who holds the future in his hand. And friend, in case you don't know who that is, his name is Jesus. Jesus Christ holds the future. He holds tomorrow, your tomorrow, my tomorrow. He holds it in his hand. I really love this statement that Ralph Waldo Emerson said. He said, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. So it's not about what's waiting in our path tomorrow. It's not about what we've left behind in our path yesterday. It's all about who we hold in our hearts for today. And if you have Jesus Christ in your heart today, church, you have no need to fear tomorrow. You have no reason to be burdened down by the burdens of yesterday and the sins of yesterday or the hurts of yesterday or the pains of yesterday or even the failures or the sin of yesterday. If you have Jesus Christ in your heart, he will give you grace for today and power for today and hope for tomorrow, because that's what Jesus does. Can somebody put your hands together this morning and give Jesus a hand clap of praise today? Every new year here at ICC, we begin with a time of fasting and prayer. We feel like that is very important because, you know what, we want to start the new year off right, amen? Every year, we get a new opportunity to start the year the right way. And the right way is acknowledging first 
Jesus Christ because Jesus is the first fruits of everything that you and I will do throughout the rest of the year. God wants you and me to keep Him and put Him first in our lives. God wants to be first in your heart today, first in your priorities, first in your lives. The idea of first fruits is carried over from the Old Testament into the New Testament. The Old Testament was prophetic of the New Testament resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what first fruits is about. It's about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the grave. Now, I know this is not Easter. I know we're not in April yet, but I want you to understand Jesus' resurrection represents the first fruits of our faith. Because Jesus rose from the dead today, and because Jesus Christ is alive this morning, whatever the enemy may bring our way throughout this year, we are made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loved and died for us. That term, first fruits, in Scripture, it represents some important truths which characterize Christ's first coming, first of all. Christ's first coming represented a new beginning of mankind. We just entered in as we celebrated and have been celebrating for the past several days. We're celebrating a new year. A new year brings new beginnings. A new year brings a new start for all of us. The first fruits teach us that we serve a God today of new beginnings. Can somebody say praise the Lord for that? We serve a God who is okay with starting over again. We serve a God who doesn't keep us bound in yesterday's failures or even in yesterday's sin. But we serve a God who is here to set us free by the blood of the atonement that we may live another day and we may rejoice in the Lord because God is getting ready to do a new thing in the lives of his people. Somebody give God praise in this place this morning. And you know what I say, don't give up on God because God has not given up on you. Never give up on God. Never give up on the grace of God. Never give up on the Lord because I'm here to tell you, I'm here to remind you because he has not and will not give up on you. Can I tell you a secret this morning? If you go to hell, it's only going to be because you choose to go there. Because Jesus Christ has done everything that he can possibly do and him being God, that's saying a whole lot. By dying on the cross, removing every obstacle that could possibly exist that would keep you from knowing Christ as your Lord and Savior and experiencing the grace of God in your hearts and lives today. There's no excuse today for going to hell. There's no excuse today for not knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because when you know Him, you know the Father. When you know Him, you know the God of heaven. And He wants to do a work of regeneration in your heart and life today to give you a brand new beginning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody give God praise in this place this morning. Secondly, it represents a new beginning which represents a new opportunity for all of mankind, for all of humanity. God wants to give us a new opportunity today to serve the Lord. 
to serve him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. He wants to give us a new beginning, a new opportunity to allow him to do in our lives in 2021 that he wanted to do in 2020, but we kept getting in his way. I believe the Lord God is wanting to speak to all of us this morning and say, stop getting in my way. I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to our hearts this morning and say, stop getting in my way. Let go and let me be God. Let him be God over your life today. Guess what? God has everything in control. God is not shaken by the fears of our tomorrow because God is already in our tomorrow. He's already fought that fight. He's already won that victory. He's already finished that war. And if our faith is in Him, God will make us victorious in the name and the authority of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. I said today God's grace is made available for everyone and everybody who will repent and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. How many know today that we don't simply need a New Year's resolution for 2021? As a matter of fact, we need more than a New Year's resolution for this new year. Spiritually speaking, we need a New Year's revolution. We need a spirit, I'm talking spiritually now, after the events that took place in Washington, D.C. a few days ago. I don't want anybody to misunderstand what I'm saying. Spiritually, we need a spiritual revolution in our hearts and lives today that will do the new work in us and birth the new work in us that God desires for each and every one of us. God is planning to say about how he can maximize every new opportunity, every new year that he gives us in order to reach our God-given potential. It's all about giving God the first fruits. That's where it begins. That's where it begins, giving God what already belongs to him in the first place, giving God the first fruits. With that in mind, I'm calling the church to join me these next four weeks in a time of fasting and prayer. I want us to join together like we have never joined together before, uniting under the name and banner of Jesus Christ, praying together, fasting together, believing together, seeking God together as his church that God God's will, God's kingdom will be brought into this world and will be manifested and established according to his good purpose. I don't know about you today, folks, but I want God's will to be done in my life in 2021. I want God's will to be done in your lives in 2021. You see, January, I, I want January, by the grace of God, I call the church of ICC to make January a time of personal consecration. A time that we put God first in our lives, first in our hearts, and say, your kingdom come, your will be done in our hearts and lives, even as it is in heaven. The next four Sundays, let us focus on the following four emphasis. First one is personal consecration, because that's where it needs to start. Secondly, church, the church congregation, because that's where it needs to go from there. Then the community revitalization, 
And last but certainly not least, the nation's regeneration. How many know we need revival in the United States of America today? We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost in the United States of America today. We need the Holy Spirit of God to sweep over our nation, to sweep over our society, because I want you to understand, it's not the man sitting in the White House that's going to make the difference. Can somebody say amen? Let me tell you who the man is that we all need. It's the man sitting on the throne of glory. His name is Jesus. He is the name above all names. He is the king above all kings. He is the Lord above all lords. And his name is Jesus. I said there's power in the name of Jesus. There's hope in the name of Jesus. There's grace in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There is power in that name today. Let the church of Jesus Christ give God praise at the name of Jesus Christ. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it's personal consecration week one, church congregation week two, community revitalization week three, and our nation's regeneration week four. Speaking of New Year's resolution, it reminds me of the story of an overweight man who went to the doctor for his yearly physical. While standing on the weight scales, the doctor looks at him and says, well, it seems like your weight is absolutely perfect. The man was shocked because he knew he had a weight issue. He looked at the doctor and said, oh, my goodness, doctor, that's, that's awesome. That's wonderful news. And the doctor looked at him and said, well, that's great, but you only have one problem. You're 11 feet too short. <laughs> the point is that a new year won't mean much if it's the same old me and the same old you. Just because the calendar changed over doesn't mean that we're any different now than we were in 2020. But look, God is wanting to do a new work in our lives today. He's wanting to do a new work in our hearts, in our marriages. Do you know that, husbands and wives? Don't settle for what the devil is trying to give you as a husband and wife. I want you to know Satan wants us as husbands and wives to settle for mediocrity in our marriages. But understand, God has something better for our marriages than mediocrity. God wants us to be so in love with one another, even as we are in love with him, that we will be so crazy over one another that we won't be able to wait to see one another at the end of the day, that we'll be so in love and so in tune with one another. But do you know how that works? That works when we become in tune and we fall in love with him. Because it takes God in us to unite us together in the name of Jesus Christ. Here's my point. The point is that a new year won't mean much if it's the same old me, struggling with the same old habits, dealing with the same old problems, falling over the same old spiritual stumps over and over and over again, and bound by the same old sins. 
What I'm trying to say today, church, is that God has something new that he wants to bring to pass in each and every one of our lives, each and every one of our marriages, and each and every one of our families in 2021 if we will allow him by faith to do it. How many believe that? If you believe that, put your hands together today and give Jesus another hand clap of praise. If you don't believe me this morning, listen to the words of Jesus in Mark chapter 2, verse 22. Jesus said, and no man putteth new wine into old bottles. Else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottles will be marred. But new wine must be put into new bottles. I believe the Holy Spirit is trying to tell somebody, stop trying to do this new thing that I want to do in your life into old relationships into old patterns of life from the past. God is wanting to do a new thing in your life. He's wanting to do a new thing in my life today. But it's going to require faith. I said it's going to require faith in God and His ability, His desire, His will, His anointing, His power to bring it to pass in each and every one of our lives. Listen, God, you've heard me say this before. God will never call you to do anything that you can do on your own. If you can do it by yourself, it ain't God. If you can, if you can do it by your own ability, by your own intelligence, by your own human wisdom, friend, it's not God. Because God always is calling us to something bigger and something better than you and I can even begin to imagine. And he's doing it. In 2021, somebody give God praise in the house this morning. See, this is what I'm saying. Compared to the renovation that God desires to carry out in your, your life and my life this morning, our own petty efforts to improve ourselves are as trivial and as ineffective is sweeping out a building that has already been destined to be destroyed. Do you understand that our petty New Year's resolutions don't amount to anything compared to the complete overhaul that God is wanting to bring about in our lives? What we feel is good enough is not good enough for God is what I'm trying to say. What we feel is good enough for us in our lives is not good enough for God because God has something totally different in mind and it is so beyond your comprehension. I said it's so beyond our comprehension that it will cause us to be in awe of how good that God is and how much God desires for you and me. Every new year we try all sorts of things, don't we? in the name of improving ourselves, in the name of making things better for us. And you know what? That in and of itself is okay. There's nothing really wrong with that. But the point is that it, that in and of itself is great, but the problem is that many of us are only looking, now hang on, many of us are only looking for a little touch-up. Many of us are only looking for a little nip and tuck. But what God has in mind for us, friend, is a complete overhaul. 
Why? Because while we are, while you and I are trying to put new wine in the old bottles, God is wanting to place his new wine in a brand new container, a brand new bottle that is brought about by the work of the Holy Spirit of God. Let God do what he wants to do in your life in 2021. How many is going to let God, how many is going to commit your life today to letting the Lord bring to pass in your life what he has already desired in his own heart to bring to pass? You see, when God does something, he doesn't do it halfway. We don't serve a halfway God. God doesn't bless us halfway, does he? God doesn't bless us half-heartedly. When God blesses you, he gives you all of it. When God pours his spirit out on you, he don't do it just a, just a sprinkle out of time. He pours his presence on and into our lives because God's presence is what will make the difference in our lives. In 2021, God doesn't, touch, doesn't do touch-ups. He, he does not do patchwork, if you will, to this deprived sinful nature of our God wants to do a brand new work in our lives for a brand new year of 2021 when the Lord God brings revival he doesn't bring it halfway when God brings revival God will make us a brand new creature again by the power of the Holy Ghost how many will pray with me in 2021 God do a new thing in my life God do a new work in my heart do a new work in my marriage. Do a new work in my family. I'm not saying that your marriage is about to fall apart. I'm just saying that what you have is good. That's wonderful. But understand, God has a whole lot more where that came from. For you, your marriage, your family, your church, your community, God wants to do a new thing in 2021. Somebody give God praise in this house today. I said when God brings revival, God will make us brand new again. How many will pray, God, do a new thing in my life this year? We need a fresh dose of the Holy Spirit of God. We need, I like to put it like this. We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost. We need a fresh outpouring of God's precious anointing on our lives, on our ministries. We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost in our families. We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost in our school systems. We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost in our government. We need a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost all across this land that God has blessed us with here in America. We need to bind together in the name of Jesus Christ and pay, pray that the God of heaven will pour out a brand new move of revival on America once again. How many know we need another great awakening, another spiritual great awakening in America again today? We need more than a resolution is what I'm saying in 2021. We need God to give us a fresh revelation of his Holy Spirit, a fresh outpouring of his holy anointing on our lives and in our lives. I want you to understand that before Christ died on the cross and Pentecost came in Acts chapter 2, God would occasionally, very rarely, but occasionally place his spirit on 
individuals. But friend, when Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for the atonement of our sins, and we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Savior, God not only desires to place his Spirit on us, God wants to breathe his Holy Spirit in us. God is not settling for being a part of our lives. God wants to breathe his presence into our lives, into our hearts. It was the Apostle Paul that said, Know ye not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know what Paul was talking about? He was talking about this body, this old body that we have. God wants to take residence inside of us. He wants to dwell not only with us, but understand God wants to dwell in us. He wants to go where you go in 2021. You know what I say? We need to stop leaving God at church. We need to stop leaving God behind when we walk out the church doors on Sunday morning. We need God living in us. We need God dwelling in us. We need God thriving in our hearts, in our lives. It is my prayer in 2021 that the same revival power that we can sense in this place here at ICC right now, that we will be able to sense in the living rooms of our homes, in the classrooms of our school systems, in the in the in the leadership rooms of our governor's offices and our mayor's offices. Listen, we need the power of the Holy Ghost moving and living and breathing throughout the whole nation of the United States of America. America needs revival once again. But I won't go ahead and give him a hand clap of praise. That's fine. But this is what I want to bring home to you and me today, ICC, is that if we're waiting, now bear with me here, if we're waiting for the world to pray for revival, it's never going to happen. You see, church, who are we waiting on? If revival is going to come, International Community Church, are we waiting on the church down the street to pray it in for us? Are we waiting for another denomination somewhere to get in touch with God and then we'll get the overflow from that, friend? Let me tell you something. I believe, I believe, I believe with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my might that God is calling ICC to be the difference maker. I believe God is calling International Community Church to bind together in the unity of the Holy Ghost and the authority of Jesus Christ to stand in the gap for a lost and dying nation, to trust God, to send down revival from above and sweep across this land to do what only God can do. Oh, somebody put your hands together and give Jesus a hand clap of praise. God's Word tells us that we need His Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Ghost working in us to supernaturally transform our lives from the inside out by the power of His holy and divine presence. We need Jesus. Y'all remember that old song, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside? 
Oh, what a change in my life. That's exactly what we need today, church. We need Jesus working on the inside, working on the outside, bringing about renewal, bringing about revival, bringing about a God-ordained change that only God can bring about and a change that God desires for everybody, every one of us to experience this new year. You know what the saying goes, where there is no faith for the future. There is no power for the present. We got to have faith for the future. Let me ask you a question. As Brother Steve comes around and plays softly on the keyboard as we get ready to pray this morning. Let me ask you a question. What are you waiting on? Who are we waiting on? Are we waiting on somebody else to pray through for us? Listen. God forbid, God forbid, church, God forbid that we're waiting on somebody else to do what God Almighty is calling us to do ourselves. Let us stand together this morning as we get ready to pray. You see, we need Jesus on the inside, working on the outside to bring about real life change. We need Jesus on the inside, working on the outside to bring about the, the Holy Ghost revival that he desires for not only ICC to experience, but for this whole world to experience. How many is ready this morning? How many is ready for that to begin in us? If that's the case, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pray with me, your pastor, right now, saying, God, let it begin with me. Will you do that with me right now? Just lift up your voice. Lift up your head toward heaven. Lift up your hands toward the Lord and say, Almighty God, let it begin with me. Let it begin in my heart. Let it begin with my voice, oh God, as I lift my voice to you this day. Let it begin in me, oh God. Let it begin with me standing in the gap for those who need you. For it is me, I, Lord, I'm standing in the need of prayer today. Let ICC stand in the gap for this lost and dying world. Church, I feel led for us today. I feel compelled for us today to pray for our nation. Can we do that right now? Look, don't let me stand up here and do all the prayer. Let's pray in concert prayer today. Let me hear you talking to Jesus as I pray. Let's pray together, dear God, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we're standing in the gap for our nation. Lord God, the enemy is trying to kill and steal and destroy and take away from us what you, oh God Almighty, have blessed us with. Lord God, let us as your church stand in the gap. Let us be willing to lift up our voices to you and say, Lord God, forgive us. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for our trespasses. Have mercy on us, O oh God, for our wickedness and our many transgressions, O oh God. Have mercy on our nation. Have mercy on our society. 
for our wretched sin, for our disobedience, oh God, for the innocent blood that has been shed, murdering the unborn. Have mercy on us, oh God, for, Lord God, betraying our first love and turning our back on you, Lord Jesus. Send revival to America once again. Oh, I want to hear somebody help me praying this morning. Say, God, send revival to America once again. Oh, God, send revival to America once again. We need revival, church. We need revival in our country. We need revival in our marriages. We need revival in our families. We need revival in our school systems. Yes, we need revival in our churches. We need a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost, revival power of God. Let it begin with me. Say that again, God, let it begin with me today. Let it begin in me today, Lord Jesus. Take me as I am. Cleanse me, wash me. Fill me with your glorious presence. And give me a fresh new anointing in my life. Baptize me, God, with a fresh boldness of the Holy Spirit of God. A boldness in which I will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power and life of salvation. Baptize us, God, with the anointing. Oh, God, baptize my spouse, my wife. My husband, baptize my children with a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost power of God Almighty. And Almighty God, let it begin with me. Oh, God, let it begin with me. In me, through me, on me. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. The Son of the living God. Before we close out the service in prayer, I sense the moving, the stirring of the Holy Spirit here among us today. How many feel what I feel? This I want to see your hand. How many feel the presence of God in this place that I feel? And while the Spirit of God is stirring here among us, I feel led today to pray once again for the Rosenstiel family. I feel led for us to pray for Brother Daryl Brown. I won't go into the details. I don't know if he'd want me to do that or not, but Brother Darrell needs a physical touch from the Lord. How many need physical touch from the Lord today? Let me see your hand. God, we're praying against. Let's join right now in closing in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're asking you right now in Jesus' name. Bring healing and wholeness. Bring healing to Darrell Brown. Touch Daryl where he is in the name of Jesus. God touch, God touch Brother Jackson today, Dennis Jackson, right where he is in the name of Jesus. Touch Leona today, God, in the name of Jesus. God touch every sickness represented in this place. God cleanse every disease represented among your people today and replace it 
with a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Let us be empowered from on high. Let us be enabled from on high. Give us a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost today before we leave this place. And God, we thank you for it. Will you, will you join me today in thanking the Lord Jesus right now? Go ahead. Go ahead and thank him right where you're standing. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for a fresh anointing on our lives, for a fresh move of your Holy Spirit. And finally, I want to know how many would join with me, your pastor, in setting time aside the month of January to make Jesus number one in our lives in a time of fasting and prayer. I want to see, I don't, I don't you don't have to tell me how many meals you're going to fast. I don't need to know that. You don't need to tell me how much time you're going to spend in your prayer closet. I just want to know that you're with me, that we're going to pray together. We're going to seek God together, and we're going to fast together as a church in the name of Jesus. Believing God for new things, greater things, bigger things for the church of Jesus Christ and for ICC in 2021. Let us pray together today in closing. Jesus, in your precious, lovely name, we ask you today to let your word serve as a lamp to our feet and as a light to our path. Lead us, Almighty God, in the way that we should go, that we will not depart from it in any fashion or form. Let your word, O oh God, lead us into the fullness of your glory and let the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost be poured fresh upon our lives, upon our marriages, upon our families, upon our churches, upon our communities, and upon our country. Send revival once again in 2021. And let it be so in the name, the precious name of Jesus Christ. And the church said, Amen. And amen. Can we give Jesus one more hand clap for praise today? Thank you for being with us today. God bless you so much. You are dismissed.